Okay, Hemshechayim Beis, Volume One, up to Discourse Maimer Thirty, May Chanukah, Page Reish Chavav Two Twenty Six, and Chapter Kufuzayin One Seventeen. So we're in the middle of a discussion here. Evan Sapir. So we're returning to the third interpretation of Sviris, which in itself is usually seen as being the tools, the instruments with which the divine created existence. So Sphere on one hand is structure, ten spheres, not nine, not eleven. Each sphere has its own identity, personality, Chochmah, Bina, Chesed, Gvura, and so on. It was discussed at length in the earlier part of this series, what the rate nature of these this indistinct personalities, how they become distinct. It's not just based on <coughs> a diminished quality, quantity rather. In other words, that Bina is just a diminished Chochmah. They each have, from the source, from the root, unique personality. And yet at the same time, they have a relationship with each other. So understanding the nature of the sphere is, is understanding really the nature of both existence and how existence came to be and how existence reconnects to its source. So in explaining what spheres are, after a long discussion of what gvul is and what bligvul is, basically mamala and sevev, or spheres and keser, spheres is the keches premium, the internal structure, keser is the desire which is more transcendent and above, the Rebbe Rashab went to three interpretations. Misper, number, which focuses primarily on the structure of spheres. Sipur is some like an intermediary in the spheres itself. It focuses more that the sphere also tells a story. In other words, you could have just had that God used a paintbrush. You look at the paintbrush, you're not going to know anything. All you'll know is what strokes he wants. Chesed Guru. No, but this paintbrush also has a story to tell. So the same word sfira also has a deeper meaning. So it tells a story. What story does it tell? It said like machshavis nalamis. It reveals the hidden things like a secret, like a story does. Both of the root of this gvul and even the story of bligvul. It's because that maven dover, meter dover. And how when you look at shemayim misaprim, kveit keil, misaprim, sipur. And that brought us to the third interpretation that is sapin. So the same paintbrush that creates the number and the structure and tells the story is also a transparent channel. So it's interesting, the same sphere has all levels in it. And here the sphere is revealing. Its main goal is revealing. Revealing the air, energy, and revealing, of course, that which the air reveals. Transparent channel. To explain that, when the longer discussion of the difference between Kechis and Levushim, whereas Levushim, especially separate Levushim that are separate from us, things that we add on, like garments that we wear, are essentially detached and essential concealers, and Kechis faculties, and like our body is a revealer. And the long discussion of Yaakov and Lovan was all within that, to understand Yaakov. The whole role was in preparing for Matan Tate and preparing for Aravida, our work till this day, is how the Kalim should be channels of revelation. And Lovan is the opposer to that and wants Levushim garments that conceal and don't let the revelation come through. So every time we have a battle going on, whether it will be revealed or concealed, you can say that is Yaakov and Lovan. The Matseva versus the Gal. The Matseva is discussed at length, the Malchus. 
how Malchus goes down into Bia, into a fragmented world. The stones we elevated to unite it. That's the whole purpose of Yaakov, uniting it all the way to Teferis. Yichud Shimshu Vesira, the full moon, all the way to Chochme, all the way to Primis Akeser. And thus Yaakov is the bridge. Basically, he's keeping the door open that the flow from Bligvul, right? From Primis Akeser should go all the way to the lowest levels of Malchus as it's here in Biyah, like he says, all the way down below. Lovan is one of the blocks in between that is trying to put a, a, a wall up. The truth is every klipa does that. He spoke about Lovan as being Kesson and Chachm of klipa. So now we're going back to Sviris and the last chapter we learned. He's so going back, so where is Evan Sapir? Where does it play itself? He says primarily it's the Primis HaKelem. So he's really giving us a sense that even though spheres mean all three things, number, story, brilliance, or illumination, or it's called transparent illumination, or uh, even better, I said the word was brightness. Brightness, I think, is a good word. Yeah, but uh, yeah, all these words are correct. Um, That's primarily primi sakelim. Because chetseini sakelim are essentially the, like the paintbrush that's to create. So it's forces to great. Primis HaKelem, its role is really just is to convey and to reveal the energy within, as we discussed in this last chapter. So for example, the eye is a translucent eye. The keli itself has a primis side where it's very, like he says, how could a keli be like an air? There's the two opposites. The answer is that the keli has, in order the air to manifest in the keli, the keli has in it a, a similarity to the air. Which we learned at length as well, the tailored. Remember, the containers are tailored to the faculties that manifest in them. So there's something in the keli that is similar to the air. <coughs> of course, he also said earlier that the air also has misavasa keli, air is nasa kelim. So there's really the evious, the thickness in the, in the air also. So the air has within it also the keli part, which he didn't mention now, but just to bring it all together. And that's where we're up to. This is all context of the whole Hamshech Hayim Beis as an interface between heaven and earth, between matter and spirit, matter and energy, and between the divine and existence. Okay, so just to say a few words about the overall Hayim Beis. So you know, we spoke about this at the beginning of the Hamshech, and I'll say it now, why, why, you know, uh, is that um, being that it's Hanukkah, Yutas Kislev time. So Yutas Kislev, Tovshin Lamed Zayin, which was exactly, um, that would be, uh, uh, yeah, it's a no, 76, actually, 76. 12, 76, 76, 66. So that would be from Ayin Bays to Lamed would be how long? From Ayin Bays to Lamed 28. Yeah, 65 years. 65 years. A little more, less than 65 years. Because Shavuos, Shavuos Ayim Beis was 2000, was 1912. And now we're talking December, essentially November 76. So 1912 to 76 is what? Is uh, is, is, is 60... Yeah, almost the 65 years from when I am based with says. So the Rebbe, middle to bring you to Skislev, it's printed in the big, I have it at least, a shimmy here, in the beginning of the Tzemshech. 
You have this? You guys have this inside yours? Only I have it. Okay, fine. No, it's not in this. Okay. So the Rebbe basically came out with, and said that there's something that's been bothering me for many years. That when the Shved was moving in the, well, country to country, he gave me to watch certain Ksavim, including Hamshech, the famous Hamshech Hayim Beis. And uh, not knowing what's going to be here, there, but I did a Glechan Eingechapt, and I went and made copies of it. Until this day, I have these copies. The Shver, so they brought, the Rebbe brought the whole din, that when you give a Sefer to somebody, you're not supposed to, you're not, to, wa- to watch, you're not allowed to look into it. You're not allowed to have Tevis Except if the person is a Tamachoch. Because then you assume that he's going to look into it. So the Rebbe said, not going into whether the, what the person is, but when Shver for sure knew that he throws me something of I'm not going to keep it. Uh, I'm not going to keep it a secret. So in other words, he can't. He's basically explaining that uh, that everything is like the Rebbe said. The Shver because many times the Rebbe said the Shver right. So the Rebbe said. So what's been bothering me is over the years I have these Shavim. At the same time, they never wanted. They were not printed. And he said, initially he thought it was maybe for financial reasons, but then the Rebbe said, it came out that there was a, uh, there was a reason. The Rebbe said some type of like a sakona, and then the Rebbe explained, he said, and, it was, and, and then it became apparent that it was a, there was a justification not to print it. On the other hand, it's sitting by me. So the Rebbe said, I came up with Hamza. What I'll do is, I'm going to throw it into Chassidim. And we'll all do it together. Everybody should give a dollar. Not for the Hitzahs, just to be Mishtafus. It'll be printed without any names on it. So there's no names at all. If you look, there's no introduction, nothing. It doesn't say Al-Piaira. It just says Lekreis, no signature, nothing. Just a date. And that way, yes, and then the Rebbe said unbelievable words about the Himbeis. Niflois, Lugabafili, compared to the Niflois of Samarvav. Now, a year later, the Rebbe had a heart attack. Less than a year later, Simchus and people note that when the second time it came out, which was in Tavshin Nun Aleph, within a year, the Rebbe had a stroke. I'm not going to make these connections because that's speculations, just as an, it's an observation. But clearly, the Rebbe definitely made it into a very, till this day, it's still not printed with names. As a matter of fact, there's some people involved in publishing it now. Some don't want to be involved because they think it's a second or something, even though the Rebbe said and so on. Some people told me, why? how could you do this? I don't have any issue, first of all. I don't have this, uh, let's call it Pachet Alikim. Secondly, a middle of speaking, I'm, I'm going to say. Well, clearly, from the way the Rebbe described it, it seems like it's the same category as Yutas Kisla. That's why I said I would say something now, because connected to Yutas Kisla and Hanukkah. Um, that Yutas Kisla was a similar idea, that Alter Rebbe went to prison for what? For spreading Chsidis. So you cannot avoid the similarity that the Rebbe is saying that there could be a kitrig on this. So my understanding is based, you know, we can't create our own theories. So you have to go on theories that already exist. You know, that, that, so you go on a solid, eyes in a brick. Since Chassidus is a major gili, um, there was a snagdus, when the Alter Rebbe started revealing it, there was a opposition, and a strong opposition. And the Alter Rebbe had to even ask the Basham Tov and the Magid, should I continue doing this? And they said, yeah, Nader even with more addition. So what was the problem? You know, God forbid someone does something wrong. I understand heaven is angry. But spreading Tera, come on. The more the merrier. 
we live in a go. <laughs> I eat spray, I spray tater. Can you imagine a gzeda and spreading tater? That's like. So obviously, there's something more here than just spreading tater. Um, right. But so, but okay, fine. But so, but that's also it's tater. Okay. The question is why not? And let's say, and worst thing is, if it's not somebody, it's a cup chemist of If it's not even so. The worst is this. Explaining the, 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 the king's secrets in the, in the gossip. So explain what that means, even. But you have to understand what that means. Is that, that God gave us a Teda Mountain Teda. It's very nice, but my question is like this. If God gave a Teda Mountain Teda and he gave us this gift, what didn't he give it to us for to learn? But he wants only a few exclusive people. Take a government. They have information that's for the public. And then it's but there's not a government. This is about changing the world. God, one second. God took his most precious thing called the soul and sent it to earth. He wants it to change the world. Why shouldn't every soul have access to all the data? I'm all good for cash, I'm asking you. I'm saying, so what? What, what, what? Is there a logic to what you're saying? Yeah. What's the logic? Because, because every king or every government has certain information that's, that's supposed to be remain in the king's court. What? That only is, is this a Zagzeris HaKosov? It's only accessed by the... It's a Zagzeris HaKosov? When you run, a, when you run a, a kingdom, that's the way it is. Hold on, just, just this answer is satisfying to you? It's not satisfying, but I can understand why it's, there's a kitten. So why did God not give the Torah altogether to us? He should have kept the whole Torah, like the Malachim said. That's what the Malachim was a kitten. No, I'm saying, so why did he give it to us? You, you, the problem with the difference is the government did not create the world. A government is a bunch of human beings trying to control. God, no, no. God created the world for a purpose. If he's sending us down here, why shouldn't he give us all the resources we need to do it? That's the big question. So what you're saying is correct technically, because you read it, but think, put your seichel to it. Why would God not give? And why would there be a gzeda when someone's revealing? Why taka That's really the question. So the question is what that means. Because you could so that so the bottom line is it comes down to this. First of all, Whenever there's a big gilui, right away God also creates an equal resistance. So when God Taka gave Matan Teda, right away came the Samach Mem and became a Chetegel. When God created the world, Chetetzadas. It's Amigdash. There's always a force that is like we learned love on. There's always a negative force. That itself is the challenge. So you really could say the kitrig is meant to be. That's what I say. There's always a resistance when something new comes into the world. That's A. That's A. B, why is there resistance? Because the stakes are high. The stakes are high. If, if, if the Nochash did not convince Chava and to eat from the tree, Sheikh would have come. So two people had to resist Basically, it was the collective Yetzirahs of 7 billion people today. Because they were the only ones. If they did the right thing, everything would have changed. So the stakes are high. And the whole part of the Tzimtzum addition and all the concealment is exactly that, to resist and so on. Now, the other end of things, the other end of things, which you say is correct, but let's elaborate a moment. Pnimi Satera has the power um, to reach into the engineering room and change things on an Ashama level. Nigla does not have that power. Nigla is God's will of what he wants you to do in this world. And yes, within Nigla is also hidden the God's secrets. But it's primarily the operator's manual, Nigla, which means the technical, how you, God wants you to live in this life. Like we learned, to learn Teda, to do mitzvahs aligned with the divine wisdom and the divine will. But to go into the, oper- into the, into the 
the, the, we call the source code, and the, that was not given to everyone because it can be very dangerous. Exactly because of Samachman. The wrong person gets it. Yeah, you could change it the wrong way for selfish reasons. The Alter Rebbe, the Samach Tzedek says, why Kabbalah? You have to be careful learning Kabbalah right in the beginning of Sherish Mishnatul. Because Mikem Megashem Zayin, like the story when we were told with the plate. Because you're not Megushamim. People look, you see what people do with wisdom. You see what they do with mystical wisdom. They abuse it. They do it for selfish purposes. You see this all the time. You know, because people are selfish and greedy. So it has to be delivered with great care. Which is why Rajbi and and uh, and all the daily the were very careful who you teach it to. The point was, always everyone knew that once Mashiach will come, everyone will learn Primisatera. That's not a Chiddush. Yishakenim and Shikas Piyu. Because that's what, but that's a pure world. But to get there, basically the system was that most Jews in the community, in a shtetl, in a city, learn Zaygutin, and there's a few people who work work in the in, in the engine room, the tzaddikim, the gedelim, etc. However, two things changed. First of all, we got closer to Mashiach. This is Rebbe's famous sicha. He discusses the two reasons this was in Galus. Secondly, the darkness became intense, and Hobartalia before the dawn. We, start, we went out of a shtetl. So no longer, as I always explain it to even secular people, I said no longer do we have the insulation. Once upon a time, people picked up Yerushalayim, a sense of godliness, just from the chicken soup smell on Friday in their grandmother's kitchen. We don't have such an environment anymore. So that insulation was a way also naive. As a matter of fact, persecution that Jews suffered in a way intensified their inner community because they had nowhere else to go. And the outside world didn't want us. And they persecuted. They identified. You couldn't even assimilate if you wanted to assimilate. The only choice a person had 500 years ago was baptism, which was very rare and a very radical move. There was no such thing as being a Jew and assimilated. There was no such opportunity. So in a way, it was a very pure world, but a very naive world, which is one of the reasons the Alter Rebbe resisted Napoleon, why he wanted... the. Right, because it was basically like the Rebbe says, Yaakov, the children are too young. They wouldn't know how to handle it. It was bad enough as it was. Then came a time that we can now conquer it, as the Rebbe says, but to go back to this, so, so when, the, when, when, the, when the Rizal came, which is really the beginning of the dawn, so to speak, starting to taste from the Mecholim of Mashiach, and the darkness increased, he said, Mitzvah legal is That was a big Chiddush, that is. Because he was the first to say it, legal is Now that is, mind you, he still was revealed it only to a select few. But the process had begun. Rabbi Chaim Vital Taka buried all the Ksavim with him, all the writings of the Arizal. And they needed a Taras Neder to take it out of it. But bottom line, it started being revealed, slowly. Then came the Baal Shem what Mashiach said. Then came the Alter So every stage of the way, you were dealing here with very sensitive material. I want, for all the reasons I just elaborated. My understanding of Yutas Kisul Ahmed Zayin, 65 years after Ayin Beis, that Ayin Beis, the Rebbe says, is Shlav, last Shlav before the Gula. He says it clearly. And that's why the Rambam, the Rambam of Ksidis is the Rebbe Rashab. I, without interpretation, simply put, it seems like it was the same type of gilu like the Alter Rebbe, but now on a far greater level. Now the question is, 
like most people look in Tanya or Chassidus, may not even see what's the big thing that why should the you know the Samach Mem be against it. Someone looks Nayim Beis, you could say I don't see anything here, but that's more because we don't understand it. It's not being used properly. You cannot say the same. Let me finish. Let me finish. One second. One second. One second. Absorb before you process. Okay. One second. So. Um, but clearly that this was a shlav, I am based when the Rebbe Rashab delivered it. I gave a whole introduction. It's online if you want to look. I made like an intro trailer to I am based. So I said, when did I am based? 1912. It was 30 days after the Titanic sank, which was a symbol of the 20th century's Kechev Eitzim Yadi, you know. 1912 was at the dawn of the Russian Revolution, World War One, World War Two changed the whole world. And it was all based on ego and power and super. I am based is a blueprint, and if you really want to think of it that way, that not just here is my mother, my mother, here, my mother, here, you have to build it. Here we put it all together into, and if it's learned properly, has the power to bring Mashiach, like Noch said this till now. And this the Rebbe says, clearly. So, there's a big, so that's that, that was that was probably the reason. Now I asked, I asked people, did anyone hear about a Sakana before? Everyone thought that Ayin Beis wasn't printed because of financial reasons. But as the years rolled, it became apparent. Because the Rebbe once said by, uh, by the Rebbe writes in the Agdomet Chanech Lanar, the Hirotz and Mizalzan Hobim, the Mizal Hobim, the Emtsoyim, Kaspim, to be able to print the Hemshech Yidua Samachvov and Hemshech Ayin Beis. Samachvov in the Chovs, they printed. And then the Rashag said, what about Ayim Beis or something? And the Rebbe said, you know, initially it was seemed like it was a financial thing. But the Rebbe says clearly in the Yutesh Kislev Sicha that it was deeper reasons. So there must have been something the Rebbe knew that no one else knew. Because until then it was not known as being, but then the Rebbe made it that way. And then, by, then but the Ikan is the other way around. That when he did print it, it was now taka an onu opening. And, uh, and, and now it has that power to do what it has to do. So that's how I see it. I see it as the same. Whatever you'll answer with Yitzchak, you could answer it by You know, it's in, it's in a broader sense of the word. Zayish kishaketzni. The Rebbe Rashab says in Teder Shalom, sheshver zogn, obesivizevi zayish kishaketzni. Say leemet shmani at shaketzni. Say that al the Rebbe, bis milkeitish that nechlanushin zukum neshemen. He says sheshver zogn because milat afan Rebbe. So they have to say similar type of thing. Now. I personally see that as being a challenge to us. Because Ayin Be'ezitshin, since Lamed Zion, till now, is another 35 years. Yeah, not too many people like that. And not, no one, it wasn't even looked at. So I'm not trying to take credit, but, uh, but definitely there's a more tumult today. And Mahakt. And one thing about YouTube's servers are being filled with Ayin Be'ez. So even if nothing else is happening, since this is Mavada, the, 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 the it's growing yet. Yeah, it continues to go. It's still internal because look, it's it's hour and a half class. It's a intense class. You gotta really, if you want to follow this, this is serious learning here. But it's there now. It's there. So I, you know, it's a big thing. I think my opinion. It's there out there, somebody wants to. Bachem tell me that they learn and something. They have a question. They go to that chapter and they look it up. See, they can do it that way. Whatever. However, people. That's that's the the techen advarim. So. Yes, gets to shlof and what gets to tan. Yes, yes, that's the nemen. What's with that's gered and machen amapecha. A revolution. I understand. The world is summoning you. My chanika. Let's go now. So Evan Sapir. So now spirit is lashing behind his mukhtin is pretty misakele. My chanika. Tan rabbanon. 
So this is the Maimah Shabbos Pasha Mikhech Shabbos Chanukah Tofresh Atofresh Terag. Like Sarek. Nafshi Sarek. My Chanukah, Zogdi Gemara, my Chanukah. What is Chanukah? The Tanah Rabbonon, Midgilad, Bechofe, Bikislev, the 25th of Kislev, Yemit, the Chanukah Tamnaya, you know. That Chanukah, days of Chanukah are eight. When the Greeks went into the Besamikdash, into the Hechel, Timu called Hashmanim Shebehechel. They contaminated and purified all the oils. This is the Gemara in Shabbos. And when the, when the, the kingdom of Beis Hashmanim, the house of the Hashmanim, were victorious, overcame them, the Notzchemen were victorious, Botku, the Nimotsu, Pach Echad Shoshemen. They searched and they found one cruise of oil. Which was sealed with the seal of the high priest. And it was just so small, it only had enough to burn one day. Miracle happened. And it burned not eight days. The next year, they designated it as a holiday with praise. An acknowledgement. Well, Peter Rashi, Rashi says that my Chanukah al Ezenes Kavu. What does my Chanukah mean? You know, you could take my Chanukah. What is Chanukah? What, what happened at Chanukah? He says no. What Ness? Because, in a way, you could say the Ness. What, what's the Ness? The Ness is also the victory of the war. And, and the, which, which, which Ness does the Gemara say? No, it was about the Shemin, not the victory. According to Rashi, it should have been called Chaganeris, not Chanukah. Because that was the primary miracle. For this they designated. They designated, it says, Kamara says, because of the flames, not because of the victory. So why is it called Chanukah? Why not called We have to also understand what is the significance of the eight that it burned eight days. Why dafka this number? Why did they make the primary miracle the miracle of the flames and not? The miracle of the victory, which is really the cause. Without the victory, they couldn't then have the opportunity to find the oil and burn and light it. And it's also known, it's known that the victory was the Chavdalat, 24th of Kislev. And the miracle of the candles, was in the 25th. That emphasizes even more, because if it was the Netzachan, it would have been. Designated the day before. Designated the day after when they when the when the when they lit and the flames burned. Well, the Hov and Kol Zayeshlahagdim. To understand all this, we have to preface Mashiach's Barla that was learned was discussed earlier. The Shem Sfira Humaloshin Evan Sapir. That the name Sfira is from the word Evan Sapir. As I explained, Evan Sapir means a translucent crystal, as opposed to doesn't necessarily mean sapphire stone, which is usually reddish or other hues. Evan Sapir, so it's a Evan Sapir. What Sapir? Whose fetus should be hidus? That it's a illuminating, bright brightness. 
It reveals the energy, the light, without any concealment. In his boy, and then it was explained the Hainu bekelim that seals begins primisakelim. That this is referring to the Hainu, I guess more specifically, the containers of Atzilus, and specifically the primis, the inner containers. The chetzenisakelim agam shemegalim harizayadeshem mastirim. The outer containers, even though they reveal, it's through through concealing that they reveal. and the inner container, So the container is similar to the energy and reveals the energy. It's clear that the three interpretations in Sphiris, in all of them, he said, I think the main emphasis was the Kalim. In Misper, the Iker Misper, he said, was Misper Kalim. In Sipur, on Sipur, he said it's also the air is high, it's also the sphere is higher than Malchus that also reveal because there's more Sipur even in the where there's less Kela. And here he's saying also Kela containers. So I guess in all three interpretations, the primary element of the interpretation is in the Kela, but it also applies to the air which also has spheres in it. But the focus is mostly on the Kela because the air is always Megala. The air is always revealing. Right. But the air also has three elements, also has number, story, because it tells, you know, you could say, see, the Kalim focus more on the revelation and on the structure. In number, the structure is very strong. And then it reveals, we said, remember, the inner number reveals the number of airs also, the quality. That's the goal, to achieve, to reach quality. In the story, the Kalim would tell the story of the Eir, and then together they tell the story of Gvul and Bligvul, of Desiris And here, the Kalim are transparent, and they're completely allowing the Eir through. So I guess the Eir itself is then also revealing more. Remember he said, oh, he said the last chapter, we just learned this, remember? What was the expression then? That as the Kalim reveal more, they draw out more oil. Where was that? Yeah. Where are you reading? Yeah, okay, so they draw more out there. That's it. So. So in other words, it's really in all, both in Eris and Kalim, but the emphasis is more in Kalim, and by Kalim have that impact on Eir. Because if you said all the three meanings were only in Eir, you'd be lacking the real um, manifestation of it. If it's only in Kalim, you're also lacking the, the whole Gili of it. So really, all three levels are really our revelation. Don't, okay. don't always come together as a, as a Kalim? The Eir is always packaged with the Kalim? Not, the not necessarily. The Eris have their own roots. You may not be able to access it, but it exists without it. But what's it to you? You can't access it. Like, how do you even know about it? Only through the Kaili. It was a long Hamshah spoke about this at length before. Okay, fine. My long my modem on this. It has an impact even if we can't access, first of all. The goal is to access, but uh, 
we're talking so because so, remember the end of this is all coming to explain how there's esosphere in the gulim in makifim so yeah we're getting there okay vehine apart the shar hakinuim or shar erech hakinuim I think shar erech hakinuim not shar hakinuim for sure not erech ever nosaper erech there's a section of Pardis. He's been using this Pardis. Remember, Erech Misper, Erech Riz, Erech, all the different Erechim we've been talking. This is, I believe, a Shar Erechei Hakinuyim. Or Shar Hakinuyim. I'm almost sure Erechei. It's Erechei Hakinuyim for sure. It's Erechei Hakinuyim. So he began here also. He said, Pardis Shar Ches. Where was it? Shar Erechei Hakinuyim here also. Okay. So in the Erech, Evan Asapir, in the Erech that's titled Evan Asapir, he says like this, Kosov B'Shem Tikunim writes in the name of Tikunim. remember the Pardis has a section there that basically goes in Olive Bay's order, where he gathers together Kabbalistic interpretations, like encyclopedia. I mentioned also Me'er Er does it, and he's been bringing Me'er Er, as well as... Um, Kehalas Yaakov we mentioned. Okay, so he writes like this, Shamal Kain Kasher Hu... The Malchus is called Evan Asapir when it's similar to Chachma. So remember, we spoke how Malchus connects it to Feris. That was from the Me'er Where did he say that? He said, Pardis Erech Matseve. He said, Malchus be Yesim Yechedesim at the Feris Nikre Matseve. Now he's saying, Evan Asapir, Malchus, as it's Demet to Chachma, similar to Chachma, Shua Nikre Sapir. Chachma is called Sapir. Malchus, as we've already established, is Evan, is a stone. So Malchus is similar to the Sapir, to Chachma, then it's called Evan Asapir. As we, as, as we explained, this is all the, the part of this. As explained, the Sharagvonim, the gate of colors, chapter 2. The Chenu this is the Rebbe Rashab saying, the same thing, see how the last. I would say 15, 20 chapters, get a lot of Kabbalistic sources for everything he's explained. What does he say there? Evan Sapir Meloshin Malchus Al Shem Kabbalosim Ma'abilah. Anikra Sapir. That Evan Sapir is Malchus Al Shem as it is Al Shem when it is Mekabal Al Shem. How do you say Al Shem? Malchus as it is in a state of receiving from Abba, that's when it's called Abilah, Chachmilah. That's what it's called, which is called Sapir. So the only distinction between the Pardis and Mered is that the Pardis says Deme Lechachme, and in the Mered it's Kabbalosa Lechachme, which is more similar to what he said about the Matzeva. But anyway, bottom line is that they both say the same idea, that Malchus, as it relates to Chachme, becomes Evan Sapir, because Chachme is the level of Sapir. Now he quotes Bashar Agvonim. What does the Pardis say in Shar Agvonim, Pedig Beis, Kosov? The Gevan HaChachme, the color of Chachme, he talks there about the colors of each sphere. Remember, we said the spheres are the paintbrushes. One of the things that designates existence as we know it are colors. They're shapes. There are sizes. They're numbers. They're colors. Colors are also. All are designated by this by the cosmic paintbrush called the spheres. So he says there, Gevin who Gevin Hasapir. Color. The color of Chochmah is the color of Asapir. Shehu psichas kol hagvonim. That's the opening of all colors. 
So sapi here clearly is going to be more of a crystal and like a prism, like a white color. So chachma is a is a gate, a portal. Psiches kol It's like the opening to all colors. That it could be used with any color. Me, it could be used it, with any other color. He didn't say that yet. No, no, no. means What it means in science is very simple. White light is the only real natural light. You bend white light, and that's when you get colors. So first of all, in other words, it's like white light is the color, the main color. Then when you bend it, the different wavelengths of when we see something that's blue or green or red, yeah, yeah. huh? It's bent light. It's called. It's light that is going through a prism. That's why you take, a, a, let's say, a crystal and you put it, you'll see colors come out of it because it's bending the white light. So white light is the natural light. It's the psiche, it's the opening to all the colors, from no color to color. So in other words, there's a state where there's no colors. We're talking about how did colors come into being. So this, there's a state where there were no colors. Chachma is the first of the spheres, and Chachma becomes the channel, the portal, the door that opens up to all colors, from no color to color. And from that divides into many colors. This is all the the part of the still. Same thing. Chachma is the source for all activities, of all actions. Through its hashpa, through its influence or through its influence in, in Bina. You know, think of it like this. When a person has a spark of an idea, a person has a spark of an idea, so that spark includes the opening to everything that's going to come out of this idea. Through through transmitting through Bina, that's when it begins to break down into details. Like it says, everything was made with Chochmah. We see from that, we say everything was made with Chochmah. That means Chochmah is the source of everything. That means Kulam B'Chochmah. And V'asisa is Bebina. So it goes like this. Kulam B'Chochmah. Everything is in Chochmah. And, and through that, B'Asisa, you make Rubina, that travels through Bina and come manifests into details. The Bina Tzayora Tziyurim. Bina is like the brush. The Mitzayir is the one that Draws images, forms. So, in other words, chokhme is like the root of the the paint, and bina is the one that actually shapes it into uh, details. So, essentially, like this: so the the paintbrush, you stick it into ink, and then you paint it. That's bina. Okay. So, sticking it into the ink is the first step. V'sham perik hey, and there, chapter five, it's also shar hagvanim. Beard explains that Chachma has no color. Like it says in the name of that the name Havaya, no color can grasp it, no color defines it. No, it's not it's beyond color basically. at all. Ani Hashem Leishanisi, I am your God that does not change. Lo Yishtana B'Shum Gevin Klal. That's how this is there. God means He does not change. B'Shum Gevin. So change here means He's not colored. You know when you say someone's opinions are colored. Leishanisi means 
Color here, in other words, is a form of shinui, a form of tainting something, tinting something, coloring it. That he's not colored by anything. In other words, it's pure intent, essentially, it's purity. And this, and conceptually, that's what a color is. So when someone colors something, you're already going into shape, into uh, packaging, so to speak, as opposed to its core essence. So chachm on its own, its core essence, has no color. It's pure. Beyond the, the, this change, this colorings and shade changes. Okay. So even though it has no color, but it's the energy that through it reveals all the colors. So to say it doesn't have a color at all, that is beyond color, it's not beyond, beyond color. It's beyond the, the colors of color. But through it, I revealed all the colors. For who Moshe Lalash is? This is Chachma? This is Chachma. And this is an example of Ashishis. Ashishis. What's Ashishis? Ashishis. Colored glasses. Colored glasses? It's like a, like like when they have a stained glass. Yeah. Is it just pieces of glass? No, it's like a stained glass. Different, different uh, colors. Ashishis is an example of Ashishis of the colored glass, tinted glass. Hasui gvanim gvanim. That's made with many different colors. Colors upon colors. Ubo'ich la'yera and as long as the air, there's no light that shines through it, these colors are concealed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But they need them, and they're not obvious. They're not. They, you can't recognize them. And when you shine a light through them, that's when the gvanim will be will be apparent. They will appear. They will emerge. They will be seen. They will be a visible. They will be visible. Similar example I've given, you know, just to make, I mean, not, not to add an example, but when you shine, for example, uh, you see film, you see a film, you shine a projector of white light, you put a film in front of it, and then you see the images. The film itself, you can't see anything without the light shining it. Here it's a little more. So basically, he's saying is that something that is colored, but you need. See, here it goes even deeper. It's not just revealing the colors, it's actually the colors come from it. Okay, let's see where he goes with this. So now he's going back. That according to what he says in Pedic Hey, in Shara Gvanim, if that's the case, if so, what he writes in Pedic Beis in chapter 2, that from it, from Chachman, in other words, like I said on top, that from it, 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 it divides into colors. It doesn't mean that the colors come from the core and personality of Chachmeh. That has no color. Meaning, this is not the way it is. That meaning that it's also a color. In other words, you can interpret what he said in Patek Bay's that it's a color. And that's why, and, and, and everything is included in this color. And that's why it's the psychosomaka color going. Why is that? Because it's not 
That's how you could have interpreted it. He's going to shale it. He's going to say, it's, he's going to negate that. So it's like a klal prat. The klal. She'en b'chlal, elamasha b'frat. In other words, all of the, everything in the details is included in the klal. Of this ayr. This cloud encompasses all the details. The only thing is, it's concealed and they're not obvious. It's not visible. It's not discernible. Nevertheless, they're there concealed. That's why from there drawn and revealed all the details. Same thing you could hypothetically say with Chachme. Because it itself is a state of, is a color of a Kalelas Kulam and encompasses all Alkani Psychos That's how you could have interpreted. That's why it's the opening for all the colors. That's how you could have interpreted if you only learned chapter 2 in the Shara Gvanim. See, now he says, Ein hadover kain. Like he began. He says, Im kain, right? He says, Im kain, Ein hakavonus. He's not feeling it. Ein hadover kain. This is not pshat. Based on chapter 5, you have to say that's not the case. Ki ein zesh hakavonim yishachim izgalamenu. It's not that the colors are in there and they're, and they're being drawn and revealed from it. Rakshal yodu yisrao kol hakavonim. Based on the muscle there, it's not that Chachma has all the colors and then they emerge like a clown naprat. No. Remember the colors are like in the tainted glass are there already. Tinted glass. So, the Pshad is that, that through Chachma, through the air of Chachma, the right of Chachma, all the colors that are already pre-existent somewhere are being revealed, but not emerging from Chachma. And if that's the case, on the contrary, it's a completely different interpretation. Because Chachma is completely uh, removed from, completely uh, shapeless, colorless, from every color, and removed from them, that's why all the colors come from it. So it's the exact opposite from Kalaprat. Kalaprat would be saying all the colors are in the color, and you just need something to bring them out, to draw them out. Here you're saying, no, this has no color. And because it has no color, it can, when it interacts with them, it brings out every color into the fullest. Has the color, but has something, or else you won't be able to bring it out. We're going to discuss, of course. That's what he said at the end there in Peter K. He said, uh, so it has something. We'll, we'll, it's going to explain it. That's the Adarab. He's explaining it. Like... All the tziyurim, all the shapes, forms, all the images. That could go with any other color. Okay. You, you color them on a, on a white blank space. In other words, on a white, on a white backdrop, on a white uh, canvas. Dafka. Shalov dafka nikarim kolagvonim. 
Because Dafka on a white thing, that's where you recognize all the colors. Why? Because Because white is poshit and does not have any color, it's colorless. That's why, by contrast, all colors and all shapes and images are recognizable, discernible. The Because Because all the colors like Odem, Viyorik, red and green. They have a commensurate, they have a certain proportional relationship to one another. The Yoruk, Deep green is, is leans toward red. You think so? But I think he means green here because deep red is yellow or deep red is, is like greenish. Deep yellow would be closer to red. I'm saying deep green rather is deep yellow. Deep yellow is closer to red. I think deep green is closer to red. Okay. Now I know what you mean because sometimes you're right. You're it's, 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 no, no, you're, you're right. I, I'm almost sure he means. Okay, it doesn't change Prat. But no, but I understand. Yeah. What? I always thought that the the, the simple carries nicer. Let's see where it goes. Here. Let's see. He's he looks like he's being thorough. Let's see, so he's saying that. Let's say yellow. Yorik, okay, so we're defining Yorik, red as in Yorik being yellow. The truth is, yellow and green are in the same family, I believe. Yeah, they're not. Green is a form of yellow, I think. Yeah. I think the main colors are red, blue. Purple is already a form of blue. Yellow, red, blue, or yellow. Green is a mixture. Okay. Anyway, fine. So we see the emek yaruk, deep green or deep yellow. Neitelad mumis leans toward reddish. The emek adem, and deep red. Neitelad shachlis is similar to dark to black. That's why you cannot recognize the contrast of the colors. That's what he means. So in other words, if you had a green backdrop, a yellow, a red backdrop. And you're going to paint something on it. The other colors are too similar. You're not going to get the real. You're not going to really see the other color because this color is tainting it. So, for example, so if you put let's say yellow on top of red, you're not going to see yellow like you put it on top of white. So white is a posher, the given posher. These are so these colors are all essentially not, not contradict each other, but they affect each other. He's going to explain in Aveda. It's made it a concept because here's where you see really where the interface happens. Because remember, how did colors come into place? God is Leishanisi. It was beyond color. Colors emphasize distinction and identity. So your color is different than my color. And we're still trying to unite. So this is an excellent um, model of how that unity happens. Now let's not jump the gun. He's first identifying colors. So the colors... Chachm is going to introduce something that doesn't exist. White introduces something that colors cannot introduce to each other because the colors are... Let's see, let's see, let's see. You're seeing life through colored glasses. Yeah. So anyway, so that's the song. I can't even say that I'm going to say that. Because if you're going to say that, 
except rather by, by contrast, the white color, color white, being that it's movedal, it's not commensurate. The colors, the other colors are close to each other. Therefore, nikarim boy kolagvarim. That's why in it are recognizable all the colors. Now he's going back to the Nimshal. Same thing, Chachma is separate and removed and apart from all the spheres. Chachma, compared to the spheres, is air poshet. It doesn't have a color. That's why through it is discernible, is recognizable, distinguishable, all the colors. How they are, that's the key. How they are at their core. They're not, the full color is, is only expressed, only Chachma. Through it, they get revealed. Mm-hmm. Again, without paid a K, you wouldn't say this necessarily. You could have a different Taich. Okay. The Mashu Ba'atzme begins given, Harikishemer, Bimadriga, Cheres, Bechel, Shiesh, Taruv, Vizgvane. Okay, what does this mean? The Mashu Ba'atzme begins given. Yeah, because something that is ba'atzme in a state of a given, not not white, not chachma, that has already a color, like just like in the marshal, if you have red on the on the page, and then you're going to put yellow or blue, it's, it's, it's going to mix, it's going to affect. Same thing is here. If it has a color of its own, so if you come in, well, of course, naveda is going to be. If I come in with an agenda, and I'm not pure, it's going to taint whatever is going on. When it radiates another thing, you have to say that there's going to be a mix of it. Let's say in the In other words, he's talking about the color that's coming in. So let's say you come into a green, into a yellow room. You come in with red. Red is going to have to influence. It's going to have to uh, change and somewhat affect it, bringing it, it bringing its personality because that, because it's defined by 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 red. But Esa Madrege, in that level, in that is going to be Esa Madrege. That means meaning that in that level where it's coming in, it has a Taruvis. The Einanidas Kameshi Bamis. Which one, the Makabal or the? the right. Oh, that you were saying the parentheses, not like I said it. Yeah. Okay, the same game shall madrega me ira. No, I don't think you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, because he says, look, read, read. Mashu ba hatsmu b'chinus gavin had a kishemayed. Okay, you could, I, I understand. Listen, but I don't like that. Something that's a gavin when it's now shining, when it's now reflecting to another area, behechlech sheyesh taruvis. So the thing that is radiating. Something that's there, let's say, on the page is red. And you want to paint on the page. No, but read the words. Gevin had a What means Gevin had a That's a source. Right. right. So think of it like this. Let me tell you like this. A red light is coming into a, into a, into a yellow room. Would this be an example? No, but he says Meir. I want to say Hakishemeir So good. A red paint is coming into a yellow surface. It's the same idea. Right. So Derega Meira is the is the red paint, not the 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 place where it's coming. Hameira. 
Read the line before. It's not the Madrega Cheres that's affecting. The truth is they both affect each other. But yes, when you're painting on something, the first one is. That's what you're saying, but that's not what. So what Bechin is given how to Kishemeir? What given is Meir? Read, tell me this. On the page, you have already the pages read. Now you're putting in. How to Kishemeir be Madrega Cheres? In the, in the so you, but it doesn't matter. Don't you want to be putting on to his back? Let's let me give him shalom madriga meira. Okay, fine. It doesn't really change, right? But isha madriga in that level. When one thing comes into another thing, well, that one impacts the other right. on that level. The ain't a nidus k'meshi be'emes. What, 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 what's not needed? The one that is impacting or the one they're both not? They're both. But he says, we ain't need this commission. So why do you need the parentheses altogether? If it goes either way. Exactly. You need the parentheses to tell you. No, it's not necessarily. What you're not saying you could say it both ways. I don't know if you're correct in that. Exactly. The Havana for sure goes both ways. Being a mashal and Chachma. Chachma is the first one. He's the primary one. So Chachma wouldn't be colored. That's what he's trying to say. If it would be colored, so then it would be impacted by the other colors. That's what, that's what the opposite, Chokmah would impact them. That's what I think he would be saying. If Chokmah was a color, it would be impacting everything else. That's how I would understand it. You could say it both ways, that's the truth. If it's not pure, it will change it. That's what the Prati comes to emphasize, that it's the source that's coming into that mayor that makes that the Pesikot Gabanim, that's what's making the difference. I think it's in other words, it's a way coming in with the synthesizing the parentheses. And that's what's, when the impact has changed, the heart, that's the way it reads. And the whole thing in the uh, whole comedy. So look at the next one. Okay. The Ain't Anita's Kamei Shri And you don't see it the way it's in truth. Because the color that, is, that it's bringing is shaping it. What he means by Esa by the way, in other words, when let's say red is impacting with yellow, okay? So, Now he goes a parenthesis, giving an example. Like for example, seichel that indicates an, an emotion. So let's say, for example, a person has got very very emotional about something, very excited. And seichel tells you, very excited. How much will the seichel say? It's not going to reveal the emotion in its full colors, in its true colors. How it is fundamentally is going to be. Because fundamentally the emotion is higher than seichel. Seichel is going to taint in some way. The express, if I express, if I explain or use my seichel to understand someone's emotion, that seichel is going to uh, uh, somewhat taint the experience. So it does not. In other words, it does not. It colors the story. It doesn't uh, tell. It doesn't give you the way it is in its purest form. So this would be like seichel, like chachma. This would be like bina. Like Bina would not tell the whole story because Bina itself, because Seichel has its own color, its own personality, so therefore it would uh, not convey the, the message in an undiluted way.
It's an interesting example. Avamasha, Poshim govern, but something that is completely devoid or simple or something that is colorless. Shaposhet, that is removed from, that is stripped of. Stripped is a good word. That's stripped of all color. It reveals, it indicates on, it exposes the truth of all the colors. And say what he meant by Esa Madrega. Because you could say, what's that we know, if red came into, let's say, where yellow is, maybe it doesn't have any impact. It remains removed. No, but it does, because it, it ends up on that level. So on that level, it's going to taint it. Okay, here there's nothing. Now it's Baveda. Vechenu Baveda, the same thing as Naveda. All this, remember, is coming to explain Evan Sapir. How Malchus connects with Chachme. It connects to a place of Pshitus, of this type of colorlessness. Which is the Bechsiche, the opening of all colors. Okay. Chenu Baveda, the same thing as Naveda. Iker, Visod, Koldovar. The Iker, the primary and the foundation of everything is in the Kudah, Hariskashus, Bechol Libe, Venafshi, Lashem, Betfila. Is the point of connection with his entire heart and soul to God through in davening, in prayer. He's explaining what means pshitis, in other words, colorless. Not that he desires to be close and, and bound to godliness because of the good and the advantage and the superiority, the, the quality of the, of the divine. In other words, as soon as if he does it because he wants to be close, there's a color. There's some shape, there's some color. But rather, it should be a connection and a fundamental and a core sublimation. In the core spark of his heart and his spirit in small. That connects fundamentally that connects to the core of Elokus. The Bderachal who abitl dekeicha chokhmah shebenefesh lemalim metam vedas. In general, this is the bitl of chokhmah. Like he just said, chokhmah shebenefesh. That's that level. That's higher than logic. That's super rational. In other words, he said in the parentheses before that seich lemadas amida. That would be tam vedas. Logic. And the work that we do all day in the ASIC, in the exertion, in learning Teda. And the involvement in comprehending godliness. And the performance of mitzvahs in doing good. Like the mitzvah of charity. Slok and Gemach are not exactly the same, but this idea of being doing chesed, doing kindness. And also to avoid evil. And also to despise evil. Everything is an extension, an outgrowth from that point 
of total bitl where there's no other kavana except the bitl itself. Like he said with the Chochmah. This is the foundation upon which is built the entire sacred structure. It's an interesting expression. And through this, because this is the foundation, it's coming from a place that is not colored. That way, it, it, it's the fact that all and everything you do should be aligned with the amitis muhusim be'emes. How that really is in its full personality. Because as soon as, if you have, let's say, an, some type of ulterior motive, that motive, that color, is going to color whatever you do. When this is the foundation, then whatever you do is in the muhusim be'emes. So I miss an example of a Rebbe. Okay. Because when performance of mitzvahs extends or grows out of an outgrowth, mistaif branches out from the contemplation and, 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 and from the meditation and contemplation of godliness. And the awakening of love and awe and respect. You have to say that there's some mixture in of your, of your, of your objective. Of your intentions, your goal, or your interest, mavukish, your interest, in some way is getting mixed in into this mahasoga bekima mitzvus. Yes, taruz mavukish mahasoga bekima mitzvus. There's some type of mix from the hasoga because the comprehension in it is already shaping and somewhat being mixed into the actual performance. What's being mixed in? The mixed in, the intention that he has a goal here, that he has an agenda. Yeah, that his intention is to be cling, cleave to godliness. And he should draw down Gilealakus. She says, okay, one second. Why is that such a bad thing? To do it in order to connect to God and to draw down all godliness, that's not the worst possible thing. It's, so he says, so he's asking the question, that's also true. It's not, it's not only true that you connect, but it's also true that you want, that you want, you have something in it. Like he says in Tanya, he says, someone that performs them with truth, he's someone who loves God, desires to, to cleave to him in truth, in the true way. Even though there's a truth in it, it's not, nevertheless, it's not, it's not yet, so to speak, the complete truth of performing mitzvahs. Kamosh Shehei Mitzad Atzmon. Mitzad Etzem, Mitzad Atzmon. Mitzad Etzem Ohusom. Yeah, probably. Kamosh Shehei Mitzad Etzem Ohusom. The way they are in their core personality. Shehudak Lekayim Ratznalian. Where it's only to be fulfilled the divine desire. It doesn't have that element in it. So there's an emes in it, but it's not. Yeah, but it's not the em, the pure emes that's just doing it for the ratzon alien without any color. <coughs> so he's not talking about a bad color. He's talking even a good color. That's colored because you want to connect, huh? Yeah. Well, the vadzes. So that's one element. It's not pure. And the vadzes and beyond the vadzes and besides this, sheyochali is bezatos. And when you do it with some type of ulterior motive, even if it's a pure one, a high one, 
there could be a pa'am mistake, God forbid. When you go after, follow reason. What he said to uh, Shaul. Yeah. Better to listen than bring your good karma, your good intentions. No, he had a kavana there. He says, listen, just pure listening. But So therefore, the truth in it is not yet truth. Shall hamitzvus kamesh hamitzadatzme. So he's going back. This is the back to the original. So bottom line, it's not the truth of mitzvus. So besides the fact that you can make a mistake in it when you go by reason. He, he, besides that, he, the truth is that it's not really the truth of the mitzvahs the way they are on their own, which are purely divine desire. Which really he can explain like this. What, why did God desire a mitzvah? Not for a reason, because he created reasons. The same God that created, gave us mitzvahs is the one that created, gave us reasons. So you can't say God gave us a mitzvah because of a reason. So if the real, the real if you want to understand a mitzvah really, in its pure form, it's God's will. Then God said there's reasons for it. And one of the reasons is that you connect with me, that you, you bam shechel kus. So in its purest, purest form, so, that, so even though the reason is a pure reason, it's a good color, as I said, but it's a color that's not the pure nature of the mitzvah. Someone said to you, tell me what is a mitzvah. And you say a mitzvah is, makes me grow? No. A mitzvah is design, divine desire. Because it's a divine desire, that's why it makes me grow. It makes me a better person. But to say a mitzvah is defined by what making us a better person, that's not his definition. It's pure definition is it's God's will. And God's will, you follow God's will, and he created your life, your machine will work better. That's in its core, but there are other reasons there's uh, the and all No, no, good, but that's not, but that's color already. We're talking about it, and it's without any... So if you want to know what Chochmah has to say, if you want to know the pure nature of a mitzvah, you have to ask what Chochmah has to say about it, not what Bina has to say. Bina will give you the reasons. That, okay, that's a good way to put it. So that, for example, if someone says, "Here's oil, oil your machine, your car," so no one's going to say what the purpose of this oil. The purpose of the oil is to, is, is to, to fix your car or to, to, to fuel. There's no such thing as an atzmizdik purpose that has no color in, 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 in a utility in this world because it's made for that. But God is beyond color. Like he says beyond color. So he has no reason when he gives a mitzvah. It's not because it's necessary to oil the machine or something, or because it makes things grow. It's pumfaket. It's because God is God, and He created existence. He's telling you now, here's the things you do that are my will, and that will make you grow. It's a big difference between the two. Okay. And only when the Aveda, in knowing and comprehending the godliness, and performing mitzvahs in good, doing good and avoiding evil, is because of this point, this spark, that connects to, to, only to God. In other words, that's the core of it. Then everything that's done is done bamitasim with truth. The dumb and truth, the way they are, their real nature. Let me just give you an example. A Rebbe. When a Rebbe gives a Hira, tells people, here's what advises them what to do. So, if the Rebbe had an agenda, if you do it, I'm going to make money. Or if you do it, I'm going to get closer to God. It doesn't even have to be a, a bad agenda. Then, he's not really bringing out the emes in each person. 
Because what you're doing has has a reason. There's something we're going to get from it. But being a Rebbe is, a, is like Chochme. He has no color. He has no interest here. It's, it's all he cares like a white black, a white uh, backdrop. So all he is is to give you your ability to be you. To fulfill your shlichus. Not to give you, be part of his agenda. Nothing in this world is that way. Someone wants something from you. It's not because they want you to be you. Because you, being you gives me something. So I'm hiring you. I'll pay you money to be do your thing. Even if I, if I let you do it completely the way you want. But at the end of the day, my color is shaping what you. Because at the end of the day, I, I, I need something from it. And if you don't do it exactly like that, you're going to have to change what you're doing. That's how the world works. Everything colors everything. It's very interesting because, you know, in anthropology, they have this big kira. Can you study... What would, what would it be like if you studied a civilization that was never studied? So they have a problem. Because as soon as you study it, you're already impacting it. Because if you move into a town where nobody ever watched them, they already see you're there, you're watching them. So you're already affecting, even with the slightest form... Yeah, unless you did it... Okay, good. If you did it with with, with, with the cameras and they don't see, also, Lavdafke, maybe it also affects. It but in other words, the bottom line is there's nothing that... When, this is a big issue in science. As soon as you're measuring it, you're already part of the process. You're the measurer. And then the measurer affects what's being measured. That's big you saw in quantum mechanics. Anyway, the point being is... As, like, for example, is it possible someone walks in this room and it's not going to have an impact? It's going to have an impact. You may ignore it. You may be, but, but you cannot say that you, it's because we're all we're all commensurate to each other. But a person who has no agenda, meaning he's complete chacham, a chrit chacham, the gedusha chacham, the gedusha, like you said, that is bottled completely and has no color, can bring out the true colors of other person in the deepest possible way. What Sachs, Rabbi Sachs said, the Rebbe wanted not followers but leaders. Yeah, that's very good because after Gimel Tammuz, you can see this. Because the physical color of the Rebbe is not there. And nevertheless, people do what they have to do. Okay, you could say it's lingering from before. It's another story. But, um, okay. Very good. Right to the gang. But by MS, and in truth, Lagabi Nekudis Halev, Shavi Hiyasogi Elokisi Mitzvah Satzdoke, Vesinus He's going further. And in truth, he just said, okay, what he said now was, compared to the color white, if color white is the, the, the backdrop, Chochme, no color, it brings out all the true colors and everything else. According to their etzimahus. Now he's going further. He says, in truth, compared to this white color, this, no, Kudus Halev, everything, the comprehension of the divine, with giving Zdoka and despising the evil, is all equal. So it's not really bringing out the color of each thing. It's equalizing them all. Because the point of it is, is that everything should just be aligned. That your heart should go, follow God. And this tenuah, that you're moving toward godliness, there's no chachma, no maise. It's all equal. And that's the foundation and the source of all of them, that they should all be 
fulfilled according to their true nature on their own. It's not really a question. I guess he's adding something. He's adding... Now, see, here's the point. With the colors, red and yellow and blue are different colors. So the white is bringing out each one. Now it's red, this is blue. If it wasn't white, it would be tainted. Or tinted. He's saying now, what it brings out is that they're all aligned to the godliness. So are they distinct, or are they all aligned? Is it bringing out their commonality, that they have no agenda of their own? So then why is it blue, red, and green, or yellow? Okay, I guess that's what he's addressing right now. You understand which part of it is? He says, he's alt echad, shavihi. Then he says, And then a line later he says, So what is he saying? Is he saying that the real, like, let's say you give Zdokah in order to be honored. Okay. So fine, that's tainted. But then you're giving Zdokah because God says give Zdokah. So then it's not tainted. It's only, so everything's on. So then when you're giving Zdokah and you're learning Teireh, it's like the same thing. It doesn't make a difference because you're doing it both because that's a desire. And that's that mitis kavan in each one? So it was that they lose their individual personality? No, or I have a different way of saying it. That the, the God wanted a hundred ways to fulfill his ratzen. Let's say no, no reasoning behind it. One is zdaka, one is learning. You can do it for learning because you want to be smarter. And you can do zdaka to be honored. But in truth, is both of them are Ratz and Hashem, but they are two different mitzvahs. He's not saying they're one mitzvah. He's saying there's one kavana. So it could be, that's the point. The point is to do different things, but do them with the same passion as because it's coming from a colorless place. So, so it's really it's really gvul and bligvul together. That's what's really going on here. That's what it looks like he's saying. In other words, it's not just with the colors you see with white. White is a perfect... Like, I, my identity is not f- shaping you. So I'm white, so red can be red, and blue can be blue. But there, in the muscle, there's no Indian of Ratz Nashem. It's just, okay, so red is, I have now pure, how do I know it's pure red? Because it's on a white backdrop. But that's it, you stop there. In Aveda, you're going a step further. What is the kavon of the pure red? It should be aligned with with, with the white, or with God, yeah. Yeah, that's a distinction. Okay, that's what I guess he's adding here. Let's see where it's going with this. What about the one who can do? What about the one who could do stuck better than he could do the Lord? And he can't learn. Someone could learn, he can't get stuck. First of all, everybody could learn. Everybody has to has a mitzvah to learn. Everybody has a mitzvah to learn. Even a even has, if every person has everybody has a mitzvah to learn. Everybody has a mitzvah to give zdaka. Someone is able to give more, so he gives more. Someone can learn more, he learns more. I'm speaking about the beauty of Zdaka, the beauty of what excels, for example, in a different... That's why you would have... I think he talks about it. It doesn't matter. Why is that relevant here? On the white background. That's what's the whole idea. The purest form of anything... What would be the difference? Because you want to have so many different ways. Why would you want to have so many different ways? What's the difference? Why? What's the, di- what's the difference why? He doesn't, it makes no difference why. It's not your business why. That, he wants it that way. The Melech wants you to go walk ten streets. makes no difference why. That's the whole point. As soon as you ask why, you're asking what's in it for me. Well, what, what do I benefit from it? That's the point there. He's talking well, not. I'm talking from the Melech's uh, point of view. So he wants. That's what he wants. Yeah, but Just like he wants. Yeah, but you 
see that, that, that you have uh, different people excelling at different things. But that's not relevant here. Why is that relevant here? Because he wants people to, different people should excel in different things. We're not talking. You don't have to worry about God's intentions. His, his intentions. We're talking about our intentions. from the colors, from the from the from the wool, as you said. So what? To realize that it's one with legal. What? To realize that the background and the He didn't. He's going to finish this. He's going to get to this. This is the whole Evan Sapir. I think what he's doing is aligning the avonim of Malchus to Malchus, and Malchus is becoming connected to Chachma. The question is, what is Chachma doing to the uh, Alma de Pruda? That's what you're asking. We're getting there. Bottom line is, this element of Sphiris, Evan Sapir, is doing something to this world. The world of numbers, the world of the story, we're getting now, Evan Sapir is doing something. He's, he's in the middle of it. We're not finished. Colors is right now a symbol for diversity. That's what it is. I, I, I think it's even more than Kalin, but uh, we'll see. I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, it could be. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see. I mean, he's still talking about the Yiddish, no? Listen, listen, it says, The bottom line is, we human beings cannot achieve this level that quickly. He's not talking now right now about achieving the level. He's talking about that it is the purest level. And it makes no difference whether you're doing it for other reasons. The bottom line, this is the purest level. I don't know. Let's see. He's, he's talking about it. He's, he's going to conclude this subject. First line is about Mamshna Khinshan Bashamta, because Bashamta came and said that the Pashtun were just in the same level as the <coughs> as the Bali Nigla. No? The Bali Nigla thought that they were closer to God. In that sense, the Etzim, in the Etzim. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. Says, it's the same level. yeah. Well the Maila Yeah, 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 that's good. Well the Maila, now he's going back to the Maila. Well the Maila and what is this Lamaila? We just said this in Aveda. What is it Lamaila Natsilis? He's going back. After this all Aveda, he's now going back to the original subject. This is level of Chokhmah that's separate and apart. Does not have fundamentally any color. And through it is revealed, what's more, it becomes obvious, it's distinct, it's Misraim, um, there's a word for it. Uh, they become visible, they become revealed. They reveal. And through it, all the colors become revealed the way they are in their purest form, in their true form. You have to say that has some relationship. Right, right. They have to say it's a relationship because it's why he's about that the color shouldn't completely disappear when this when this given this simple and shake and colorless color shines. For example, if you suddenly put the sun with all intensity, it would just burn everything through. You get no color altogether or blindness. Actually, if someone shines a very powerful light, you won't see anything. You won't even see any colors. So it has to be. That there is some relationship. We're not talking completely. Aha, uh-huh, one second. Hold on a second. A dust of the stays dust the that the tzir of Zdok and Taylor doesn't disappear. It's just that their tzir, their real, the real nature, true nature of them is God's will. That's the point. But they do remain Zdok and Taylor. It's not like, we're not talking about here 
the, the, the idea where the Rats and the alien, there's no distinction. He wants a t- distinction. So if Kesser was revealed, then you would lose no colors altogether. Then it's Bechlal. Here you want different colors. In other words, God wants you in the morning to Dama Shachlis, in the evening at Maidav. It makes no difference. Why? The spiritual say it doesn't matter. In other words, you know, you know what this is? This is where Kei Chagvul is. is, is he, want, no, he wants the Gvul of existence. This is, he wants the Gvul. Chachma has to recognize Gvul. Kesser doesn't recognize Gvul. Kesser is a bleak Gvuldic energy. Chachma recognizes Gvul because it's one of the spheres. That's the interface. The Chachma is like an intermediary. It understands Pshittis because it comes from a higher place. But it recognizes and gives room for the colors and reveals those colors. It would be the difference between sitting with a Rebbe or sitting with a great teacher. In front of a Rebbe, everything becomes this battle. A great teacher, everybody may be equal in their knowledge to him, but, there's a, but, they're, but they're being recognized. There's a recognition there. So this is what it means in Pardis when he said, from no color to color. Remember on top of the page. Shad Beis, Pedig Beis. Was it the Pshat Fulibert and the Ein Gevin? From no color to color. From no color. Ein, Ein. Okay, so he says like this now. Ah, but why is he saying the angel? Why is it doesn't say just pshitus from pshitus together? That's what he's going to say. Because it's not he's not talking here the pshitus and atzmus saying save versus bechlal sheim beherach hagvanim klal. Because he said before, you remember he said by havaya, he said is the havaya is the bechlal leishanisi leishtana. The toughest big given. Actually. That's not correct, because that's what the Yud, the Yud of Shem Avaya. That's already together. No, I take that back. So that's Bechlal not in the gather of colors. Give an example to talk about colors. If you say color white, it's white at least. It's a color. It's in the world of colors. When you say something that's Bechlal not in the world of colors, like, let's say, let's say, uh, huh? No, but what is in the world? I'm not talking about, I'm talking about something that's beyond the whole, an idea. Does the idea have a color? It doesn't have a color. I'm going to say an idea is the beginning of colors. It's not in the same world, Bechla. So when you describe white, you can say, you can say, ain't given. Hold on, one second. Why do you jump in the gun? So he says, so we're not talking about Shaina Berach HaGorim Klal. Mashenke Bechines HaChochme Ime Yez Poshut. Even though it's Poshut, meaning it doesn't have a color, 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 color. Mekomokim Yesh L'Shaychus HaLasvirus. Nevertheless, it has a relationship and a connection to the spheres. There's also Pardis. Sardis is going through Pardis as everything. Chapter 4. This is the Pardis now. When you say, from So what does he mean by Yesh Ma'ayin? But then is how we understand yesh is, uh, you know, uh, 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 yesh being an independent, a crass, or a, a, an ego, yeah, graspable. In other words, relative, the hevdal, in the separation, when you distinguish it from ayin, yesh, lo yesh is gomer, elokashelel ha'ayin. 
Lo mechayev hayesh kla. It's a little, uh, you know, it's part of this language. Now this is the part. No, no, you have to read it closely. Yeah, yeah, that's why you can see here. He means He's basically saying it's not ayin, but it's not complete yesh. It's an it's an independent in the between state. I always use the example of a seed because it's one of the best examples for these things. It's not exact example, but when you look at a seed, mamish a seed, the first second of conception of a child. No way that you, if someone showed it to you and you never knew, there's no way this is a life. But it's a yesh compared to the second before when it was ayin. You can't compare it to a yesh that emerges in the world and that. I'm just giving an example. So he's basically saying, when we say that is yesh ma'ayin, you're saying it's basically the in-between state between the ayin and the yesh mamish. Follow? That's what he's saying. The words... To read slowly, the roots are like this. Vishom, and there in part this he adds, In other words, what is yesh? That's already in its relationship with bina. Chochme is becoming now a yesh. Uh, the real yesh. The yesh, me'ayin from keser, chachm is still in a state of uh, relatively, uh, it's called, basically you can call it the yesh ayin or the ayin sheba yesh, if you wish. And b'chanosa, uh, labina, that's when it become, v'ayim asher kosem b'zeh bedrush v'koch reish lamed zayin. U'kamoy ken yesh le'min me'ayin geven le'geven. What's ayin geven? That's what he's trying to medayik. And the Pad Zakt ain't given, you can mean two ways. You can mean ain't given as Bikhlali Gansanish Bigadir. Or it could be ain't given like here, Khachmayan, that Khachm is a yesh legabi the ayin of uh, of this. So that's what he's saying now. Hainurak Lishal Hedr Hagavan Ligamri. Aloisha Yihu Bibkin is given. When you say ain't given, you're not saying no color altogether, you're just saying the Lishla Hedra Gavan Ligam. It's only to be shale the completely uh, complete no color. is given. Ah no 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 no. Now I ain't given the given. By the way, he's talking chokhm itself. Chachm itself is from ain't given the given. Not chachm is bringing from no color to the colors below chachm. That's what I think he's saying now. He so it's definitely a state before. Ah, so that's a description of Chochmah? Yeah. Oh. Let's go back. Tell me if I'm right. Go back to the I think that's what he's trying to say here. So he's, he's, he's saying, in other words, Gavin is also Chachmah. Me'en Gavin le Gavin means from Kesar's. It's describable by Me'en Gavin. I think he's saying that. I think he's saying that. I'm one second, let me see a second. It's a Bernsekilo. 
Just because you're saying it's not ayin doesn't mean it's a yes yet. So you're saying the same thing here. Just because it's ain gevin doesn't mean it's a gevin yet. Okay. That's what I think he's saying. You understand? So basically it has both. No, no, it's in the world of gevonim. That's why. It's not. It's both things. It's not shale completely beyond colors altogether, but it's also not a color yet. It's a colorless color. That's the bottom line. None but ink wool has the epis that can bring you to hashva to rotzna elyon. That's the bottom line. That's the main chiddush here. It's mamish in the interface. He's showing you, yeah, because you see it in the chemistry of the whole thing, in the dynamics, the anatomy of existence, in the world of structure. He's, he's planted things that are already leading you out of structure, but they're still in structure. That's the. This interface is so precision. precision. And look what it says in Sharab Ya. It's not Hashar in Pardis. Chapter 9. But Rishim Echkike. So Rishim Echkike. There's Chkike. Rishim Echkike. Chetziva Ksiva. There's writing. Chetziva is another level. But this Chkike is engraving. Rishim is like just making a mark. An impression. So he says, what does he say there? When you make just a mark, an impression, like when you start, let's say, before you start engraving in stone, you first make, like, no, you first make an outline, let's say. Let's say you make an olive, you just make a, then you're going to, so the shima, he says, she says, it's not yet graspable, it's not yet defined, it's just a, what's this, what's the shima doing? Before, there was nothing on the, on the stone. So there's a difference. The only thing is you've began the process. It's no longer ene, it's something has begun. But it can't define it as being a final product. A yesh. He's giving an example of a place that's not ayin and not yesh. Yeah. That's what he says there. In other words, there's a difference between ayin hagomer. Again, let's start again. Someone takes a blank piece of stone, uh, uh, and just and so when you're there, there's nothing there. You make a little rishima, mm-hmm. a mark. You know, when you make a mark, and later you're going to come back and, and fill it in, right? So that rishima, what is that? You can't call it ayin amiti anymore. It's no longer ayin gomur. Something is it's there, but you can't call it yesh either. You don't even have a letter. You only may not even know what's coming next. Chikike is when you start really engraving it. So it's dafke tchilas hayeshes. Is the beginning of something. And this is how the letters are, how they are not silas in general. In other words, that is shima. And specifically in chokhmah. So remember, we're talking about asis and avonim. Everything is, is stone. So remember, we talked about 
the levels. Remember earlier we talked about the parsis, talked about letters that in Kesa they're like letters that are engraved. In Atsilas they're like written letters. So he's talking now now the distinction between making a mark where it's not yet fully defined and then when you define it. That's Atsilas in general and Chachma specifically. By the way, anything you talk about Atsilas is always more specifically in Chachma because you say Abba Mekan Nebu Atsilas. So the worlds are also like Yudke Vovke are like the spheres. Chochmah is Atzilus, Bina is primarily in Bria, Mide Zah is in Yitzira, and Malchus is in Asiya. Okay, so in Chochmah Befrat. Like it says, look at the in the edition there, the end of Vayikra. So there's day Sof, it says, Lahavin Mashakosabetzchem, the end of Sef Perikei. But Mokamachir Isa, there is Shima Ba'arechampin. Okay, he's just for complete. So there it talks that it's in Chachmor Atzilus. Elsewhere it says the word Rishima is Arechampin in Keser. Fine. Well, the fish in Yenarishimu B'chinus and because it's in Yenarishimu B'chinus Akelim, Rishima, remember now, he's not Rishima with a hey. He's going back to the Rishimu. That was after the Tzimtzum. That was why that was the impression left. Is What is that? B'chinus Akelim. Kosov. Because, that's why he's right. Because Rishim is the level of That's why he writes that Rishim, the Rebbe Rashab is explaining, is 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 the in between place. Ayin Hagomor is there's no Rishim altogether. I'm sorry. In other words, that's he's being medayik. Why we called Yesh? Why is there Yesh? Because Rishim is about Kalim. Rishim is not about Eir. And the Shah said that he writes, it's going back to what he said before. He's quoting the same thing. When you shell ayin, that doesn't mean yet you have a yesh. And this is referring to your air. So, in other words, he's distinguishing two levels here. He said that earlier, but he gave it to the color. Okay, so the Shim is really more in Kalim, and that, that first part, this is more in Eir. Mm-hmm. Ah, because here it says Tchilas Hayeshes, and there it says Lemechayev Hayesh. In other words, the distance here, there is a Yesh going on. There, it's Lemechayev Hayesh yet, so there's no Yesh, okay. And according to this, we're talking about Eir the, the the energy of Chochme, as it's a relationship with the order, the cosmic order. Because you're already talking about Chochme is becoming the beginning of the process. So it's not a color, but it's connected to colors. We could also say that the level of Chochme that has no color at all, so he's going higher. Not Chochmah as it's connected to Ishtal Shlitz. We're talking about the higher level of Chochmah. She begins to eye in the Kesen Mamish. Rakshinim Tzibayin Anatzolim. Anatzolim. She's going higher. First, till now he was saying Chochmah. This is how Chochmah relates to the lower spheres. Now he's saying, no, this is really the eye of Kesen, the higher. Remember, Chochmah has many levels in it. In general, this Chochmah, how it's more connected to Kesen. This Chochmah has it connected to the other spheres. So he's saying it's the higher. That's really the eye of Chochmah. Of Kesen, I'm sorry. And Kesa is Bichal, but it's, but it's the way it's found, Bein Anam Tzolim. 
So it's essentially the ayin of Kesed as it manifests by the emanations. Same, it's also, and this is how it also uh, appears in Pelacharim, and this is Rameh, Mipano is, interp- is a commentary on the Pardis. That there it also appears that the intention here is in the higher level of Chachma. In other words, the lower level of Chachma, okay, let's see here. So even though she is, he's removed relatively from the emanations, but being since he's there among them, has a relationship with them. And through it, all the colors become visible, become revealed. As they are in their pure, uh, true form. Like we discussed earlier, that this is this connection to God, that for no other intention except the connection itself, is primis chachma. Did he say that? Yeah, he said that in the parentheses, right? And this is the foundation of the work all day, the service all day, in this in this in the exertion and teda, studying in the performance of mitzvahs, in doing good and avoiding evil, that it should be according to their core true personalities on their own. Like it says elsewhere, even though it's so even though it's the same level, but now that it's primis in other words, it can, it can be drawn down. How does that fit in here? Mm-hmm. So you can bring that down, that level of pshittas, that level of colorlessness can be brought down into below. Okay, still in the middle of the subject. But the bottom line is bring, he's explaining Evan Sapir. Sapir, that's why it's Sapir. No color? He's going to explain the next chapter how that fits exactly. You see crystal. He brings, he brings it right away. Okay. Kitsur Bepardus of Meireir Isa. In the past, it says, Evan Sapir Meloshan Malchus Kshemakabelas Mochachme. That's Malchus as it receives from Chachme. Or Bashar Gvonim Kosov. The gate of uh, the Pardis is the gate of the colors, he writes. The Chachme Psichis Kola Gvonim is the opening of all colors. That's because of its shapelessness or its colorlessness without color. Its shapelessness, its substanceless without color. That's why it reveals all the colors. Same thing I've said. Foundation of everything is that spark, that point of connection and utter and total core nullification, sublimation. You have to say the Chachma has a relationship with colors. That's what it means from no color to color, like between the Ayin and the Yesh. You could tights it both ways. Main Gavin the Gavin. You could also tights it between the no color and the colors that come afterwards. Okay, tights it both. Between Ayin Yesh. But Chachma itself, 
In other words, where's Chochmah? Chochmah is in that in-between place. It's not an Ayin anymore, but it's not a Yesh yet either. The same thing like a Rishima in containers. This is an Eir. And that's in containers, Rishima. So Rishima in containers is a similar thing that you have a mark, but it's not yet... See, everything is Kalim and Eiris. In the Kalim you find these levels, Sapir and the Eiris. It's always the two. See... Because the Kavana is not only the lower level of Chachma, which relates to the Sviris, but also the higher level of Chachma that is manifest in Keser, that brings it down to Nitzalim. It all comes down to, you see, that the interface, it just moved a bit up. When you go higher Chachma, you're going a little higher. It's, it's Every level is being addressed here. Remember another thing. If you remember before, he was connecting, if you remember... Malchus to Teferis, then he connected Yichud was connected. So Chachma is a key. You don't get the Primus HaKesar without Chachma in some way. Even Yaakov. Okay. Even when you go to Kavim Tzoy, the Primus HaChachma is necessary. Because there's something that has to... I guess Yaakov can enter into Primus HaKesar right away, and then Yeboka. But the but Chachma, Primus HaChachma, is what brings it into the shapes of this. It's not just... A jump. It's not just to, to finish the cancer jumping to the fetus. You need chachmet, some type of filter there. But it's a filter that has no filter. It's a filter that has no color. So that's the dynamics here. So it's all pieces here. You understand? There's malchus, there's the fetus. Well, well, I'll, I'll review it many times here because because this is a microcosm what's happening before the symptom in the bigger scale. Because you see, chachmet is a dogma for, let's say, the Erhab Ligvul, right as it becomes Shiratsme Bikayach. That he's already defining colors. A step before Chachma Kesed is like the Eira Eitzvidas Einkets, and Malchus the Einsef is already how it's about to enter into a world after the Tzimtzum, the Kav. So on one hand, so you have everything in stands. So in truth, is what you're having here is the dynamic how Bligvul is slowly coming Vul, and how it's going to later come into lower levels, and how we can go back. The Vul has its own source, and but who carries it? Yeah, for sure. I told you that's why it's always the infinite artist that is, is the carrying the that. Per- yeah, yeah. It's not a separate artist. The same artist has now allocated in his infinite possibilities one ten spheres. You see. Okay. Both. It's truth of both. It's it's really going into. Okay, let's sign off. Yeah, so we did the first chapter in Mimer 30, we did chapter 117, page 266 through 260, I'm sorry, <laughs> page 226 through 228.